Yo, what up? Uh, StoochCast43 here. Uh, tribute to Troy Paul Malu, number 43, protector of the ends. Uh, got a very special guest with me. Got Mr. Uh, Alex Hodawanik. What up? The three-peter return. <laughs> yes, the third third visit to the podcast. All t- It's like uh, Saturday Night Live, you know, most like Did guest I break hosts. the record? I think you, you've broken it, yeah. Because well, I think my brother had two, and now like you got three. Well, Ben's been on here twice. That's true, and he could have been here on a third time, but... It's all right. Yeah, it's all good. It's no, good. no, that's no diss. No diss. No yeah. diss. No sneak diss here. But um, yeah, dude, a lot of lot of Kanye news. You know what I'm saying? New Kanye, new yeah. Push It album. Uh, lay it down. You, you start off. I know you got yeah. the opinions. Yeah. You have what everyone wants to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when there's Kanye news, you bring in the Kanye expert, right? Uh, <laughs> so the past two weeks have been pretty, uh, pretty heavy. We had the new Pusha T album, Daytona, come out two weeks ago, or, yeah, two weeks, right? Yeah, I'll look up the date. It's and then like a week, week and a half or something. About a week ago. Haha, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. Uh, and then on last Friday, the new Kanye album, titled Yay, came out. No one knew what the title was. Was it like a shock that it kind of came out? Like, yeah. It kind of just rolled into like oh it's a listening party oh no the album's actually coming out but yeah. it came Pusha T's album came out a week ago yeah before the Kanye album so yeah no I mean the the crazy thing about the Kanye album is that when it came out no one really knew what the title of it was even after listening to the album like at the listening party they didn't even like announce the title or the album artwork or anything so like yeah even after listening to the album it was like what the fuck is are we listening to <laughs> and here we are yay uh, but we should probably first talk about the Pusha T album, just going yeah, by it, seniority, right? I have it. I have it up here on the uh, on the wiki, Wikipedia. It's a good album. I dig it. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I'm surprised how much it seems to have resonated with the general population, right? Because this is like to me, this is like a hip hop hip hop album. Like, yeah. In the words of Pusha T, he doesn't sing hooks. You know. It's, yeah, he doesn't sing no hooks. Yeah, no hooks. It's just rapping for rapping's sake which i think makes sense why he's very uh um he's very interested in saying that this is the hip-hop album of the year yeah so he's not ranking it in leagues with like kanye or anyone else this is the rapper's album of the year well i'm just looking at the critic reviews it's like what metacritic says it's like 86 out of 100 so everyone like you know unanimously Mm -hmm. like they love it and kanye west produced it produced most of it him uh, Mike Dean, Andrew Dawson, they were pretty much the producers there. And uh, Kanye, Kanye killed him, man. Like the beats were fresh. Yeah. I was a bit worried for a second with all the MAGA stuff. Like we'd get some weird, like country, like you know what I mean. Like the quality would decline, but now these beats are still, they're still killing it. Still, still fresh. Yeah. I mean, I before we get, before, I don't want to like get too far into the, the the Kanye album discussion, but maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I am. Not as into the soul sampling Kanye as I am into like the like Yeezus like dark twisted like dark twisted fantasy Kanye. Yeah, I yeah. The, the soul sampling to me just not that it feels lazy, but it just I don't know. I just don't really like like them kind of style of music. Uh, so when this album came out and like the idea for it was to be like purely soul samples, I was like, Ugh. but you know what? He does a good job. These songs. They go hard, right? They do go hard. They're um, pretty good. And I'm surprised the the fan reaction. I mean, the Pusha T has always been kind of like a 
B-lister, bordering on C-tier artist. If oh yeah, honest. I remember seeing I remember seeing him at Bonnaroo, man. Though, but he killed it. Like yeah. his shows were killer. Like I think he's happy with his niche because, you know, when you're like the top top dog, like a Jay Z, people are constantly going after. It, but I think Pusha T knows his place, and I think he likes like where he's at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not being this huge. You know? What yeah, what I'm superstar. I mean, I feel like it's it. He's not really like an artist that could be like a huge superstar i mean yeah he's like cocaine. 40 yeah he's he's... cocaine every song it's pushing not... cocaine <laughs> yeah it's not super relatable to the suburban moms on the radio but so did um so did, so did the guys from uh you know dr drake the chronic and doggy style that's I don't know. fair yeah that's, that's that, fair. but it's like it was catchy though you know what yeah, i'm saying they had ho- they had good hooks push yeah. has no hooks but uh, he doesn't need them yeah i mean like you're saying like for a frame of reference like the bonnaroo thing he was like a thursday night Closer, which was he? Th- I thought he was Friday. Nah, he was the Thursday night closer. Shit. Which he was awesome though. Yeah, I know it was an awesome show, but like that gives you like a point of reference. Like he is not like a top tier rapper in terms of like sales or commercialability, but he I just read today he outsold ASAP Rocky's new album. Uh, He's definitely ASAP Rocky's definitely the big loser. I don't think yeah. anyone and no one's talking about that guy. Everyone's talking about Drake. They're talking about Kanye. They're talking about Pusha T. They're talking about Six Nine and yeah. uh, what's his Chief name? Chief Keeps back in the news again. Yeah. Nobody's talking about ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky's just doing it's like sad man. Seems he like he's one of the greats. He's, it seems like he's just back to like he falls back on fashion and doing like magazine covers, yeah. but it's just like I don't know. It ain't it ain't 2012 no more. You know what I mean? I know it's upsetting because I love ASAP Rocky. I'm always he's pulling a charismatic from, dude. Yeah, yeah, I'm always pulling for him, but he uh, unfortunately he just kind of has lost his luster. I think everyone's kind of moved on from what he was representing. And he just hasn't been able to like grip back on to like mainstream sounds, and like it also kind of sucks too because. He at one time was like, yeah, I he was feel definitely like, the up and coming. He was definitely like a yeah, star. I feel yeah. like the when fucking problems came out, oh, that was an or anthem. problem problem. That was the so, anthem. Yeah. I love that song. Drake, Kendrick, ASAP, they were all on the same level. Two, two chains. They were all on the same. That level. was it the was po- that was the yeah. posse song. Yeah. Exactly, it was a who's who. But nowadays, Drake, Kendrick have just risen higher. And ASAP's just kind of fallen. Two Chains is st- like still in his place. I think yeah. Two Chains has gained more like critical acclaim. Yeah. I think Two Chains he can lean back. Like when I listen to Pretty Girls Like Trap, dude, top to bottom, it's a great. It's just yeah. a great album. Great tracks, smooth listening. You just lay back. You can cruise with it. And Two Chains, he knows like he had those hit singles and he has uh, funny one hit, you know, line, punch yeah. lines and stuff like that. Two Chains is fine with that. He knows his niche. And he always and he could ride you know waves and he knows how to stay relevant. Yeah. Like he's seen as kind of like a legendary figure, yeah. You know, almost in a way, like from Atlanta and stuff, because yeah. that's where a lot of it's happening. Yeah, I mean, especially like as a feature artist, like you were saying, he uh, he has funny one-liners. So when you have a two-change verse, you know there's gonna be something. Oh yeah, you know he's that. gonna, <laughs> you know it's gonna Perfect be funny. Feature, yeah. yeah, but like back to, but like we'll take it all the way back to the Push album. Would you? Uh, what you, you think of it? Want to go like a track by track, and then we'll kind of uh, yeah. I mean, we'll bounce off, see what we're thinking. So the only thing track. Uh, if you know, you know. I, I dig it. If, if you, you know, know, you know. know. Yeah. The uh, I'd say the closest to like a radio single on the album, right? Like yeah. If there's like a, I guess like a lead single, I doubt that the, any of these songs we push the radio. I'm looking at one. you, boy. <laughs> it's a good song. It to me, this is the the style of Pusha T I like the most. I. A, another, just like a weird beat and then yes. his rapping over it that's what you like uh, yes another weird re- reservation i had about this album was like i like push a t on weird experimental songs like lunch money numbers on the board suicide those to me are track even grinding like those tracks 
are just so fucking weirdly unconventional beats. It feels like like producers will send like the weird shit to like push it. Like yeah. this is this is inaccessible. Send the push a hood rap on anything, right? And and kill it. Yeah, and yeah. kill it exactly. He always is able to like find the groove to it. Um, but this is like the closest I think to that experimental thing. I I love the song. Uh, have you watched him performing on Jimmy Kimmel? No, I didn't see him on Jimmy Kimmel. Was, I heard, I heard there was like a, there was like hype. It's like we got put, you know, yeah. they had like a tease. It's like we got Pusha T here to discuss his beef with Drake. Yeah. Stuff. Did he talk about that? I, I didn't watch the interview or anything. I just watched yeah. the performance. Was it good? It's very yeah, good performance. That's nice. Uh, I have so to check yeah, it out. Super into. If you know, you know. I like the games we play, man. I think that's my favorite track on the album. I like the track twos for both this one and the Kanye album. Yikes! I like them both, but I think the games we play on it just has a good hook. The beat has a good hook to it, and just like the backing with the drums and everything, and I th- I just think lyrically he's at you know top of his game. That's my favorite track from the album, and you c- it's a great, it's just a great song to drive around to. Yeah. I've just been driving around playing that on a sunny day. It's it's great. Yeah, I hear you talking about this one a lot. I know. I dude. see you bring it up a lot. I bring it I up. You, I know you. Fuck I love. I one. fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I like it too. I I definitely like rank it like towards the top. Yeah. Um, and a hard piano with Rick Ross that came after. Rick Ross's verse was uh. It's just kind of like Rick Ross, kind of fun yeah, in a if, bit. If there was a single track on this, I'd say it's not a dud, but I feel like the weaker of the seven, it's probably this one. Like, I, I like it, but it's definitely, I don't know. I'll just play a hard piano. I'll play it for a bit. It doesn't sample like one of those, it sounds like one of those songs from like the 70s or something. I forget. It sounds like it samples something, like with the piano. Yeah, I don't know. Pusha T wants to set the parameters, though. I I think the 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 janitor line is also kind of stupid. Like I like the like like fuck around with a janitor or something. I I don't remember the exact line, but always like what girl what girl fucks around with a janitor? I don't know. Apparently the girls that Pusha T knows. How do you feel about Rick Ross being the only other feature on the album besides Kanye? Kanye briefly. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know why why they had Rick Ross on it. Maybe just they wanted. I don't know. They wanted a feature. It, I, mean, I really uh, I can't answer that. But I know like whenever Kanye and Rick Ross do stuff together, it's always magical. Yeah. So maybe they were trying to look for that on this with like a push a track, seeing like, all right, let's get Rick Ross in here, see if something magic can come because. But I guess it didn't. I mean, it works. It's just like I don't think it's like anyone's like talking about the show-stopping Rick Ross performance on this album. Right? Well, it's like it's weird because Pusha T's actually dealt drugs and hasn't Rick Ross like not dealt drugs? It's kind of like more. Of, like, not only did persona. he not deal drugs, he was also a correctional officer. Yeah, so he was like yeah. he was he was like the guy that would arrest Pusha yeah, T. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of like. And now they've come together. <laughs> so maybe that's what yeah. it's about. Maybe it's supposed to be. It's ironic. bygones being bygones and coming yeah. together for hard piano, which the title is weird too. Doesn't it kind of just sound like like a working title like? Like, yeah. You name a beat to a song like, oh, this is the one with the hard piano in. It. Like the placeholder <laughs> title is just hard piano. What are they like? The final song, yeah. or the final track. Where yeah. they got comeback baby? Well, doesn't it have like a soul sample with that comeback baby. Comeback baby. It's like comeback baby or something. This I don't know, I've heard. this song to me, uh, or from what I see, this is like yeah. a lot of people's favorite song on the album, like especially the sample uh, that they like interspliced for the hook. I just play it because it's fun. I like listening to it. I, I, you know I can just like edit this in. Uh, yeah, I don't after. know. Yeah, no, it's, it's no biggie. I like the raw, uncut Stooge cast. That's what it's all about. 
I just like playing it. It's the rawest podcast on the market. It's the greatest podcast of all time. Good, one step at a time. That's how we're working it. Alright. Santeria isn't bad either. That's the next one. Oh, I was just going to say about uh, Comeback Baby. This is that raw shit we're talking about. No cuts, no edits. Uh, <laughs> Comeback Baby, the sample, I like it. I don't get the hype, though, with it. Like, it's it's alright. It's serviceable. I like the song. I It's also interesting. It's one of the most, like, sparse beats. It's very minimalistic. Almost Yeezus-esque. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the connection. Kind of has the bound to, like, just random sample spliced in between that kind of, like, gives this, like, climax and build-up. But, yeah, I fuck with the vision. I like it. Santeria. And this and we ain't talking Sublime here. We're talking Pusha T Santeria. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. So I'm trying to see what they got here. I'm just looking up the lyrics. Yeah. Let's talk this payola. Payola. Kill Dad's baby when one as well. Spills. We can't talk this over. I was about to say, spoilers. He's probably talking about dealing cocaine in some <laughs> capacity. Yeah. Triple back the Russian like Soviets at the Kremlin searching for the green like a gremlin. Like <laughs> That's a gremlin. pretty good. Yeah. He kills it on the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, the Santeria. thing about Pusha is he will always consistently give you good lyrics. Like, as a rapper, Pusha T is untouchable. He is good. He's a very good rapper. He raps about one thing, but it's a cool one thing to rap about. <laughs> it's like, his fallback. It's, it's weird because it's like Pusha, like, I feel like most people would criticize you at like, Oh, he only talks about the same thing over and over again. But with Pusha T, it always works. It's like, I don't care. He just talks about cocaine. It's just the way he has, like, his flow and he has punchlines. He just, you know. Yeah, it's always where interesting. Where he's from and all that stuff. It's very, it's always interesting. Wasn't Daytona, wasn't it named after his favorite Rolex? I yes. think it was named after his favorite Rolex. I think so, yes. Brand. So, oh, speaking know. of which, you probably should talk about the the cover of the album. The, I, I think it. The infamous 85 thousand dollar yeah yeah like the night before it came out kanye's like this has to go with Mm. the artwork i think Pusha t explained it and he was saying in an interview how kanye just forced him to like get this cover he's like we know we need this this has to go with the album i like it and you wouldn't i love it and you wouldn't know people are mad because it's whitney houston nobody would have cared if you did nobody would know that was whitney houston's bathroom yeah. So the fact that you go, oh, that's when now everyone gets like freaks out about it. But it just shows like, I mean, this you know, Pusha T's living the life. He has a Rolex called Daytona. He's you know he's living the dream life, touring, doing whatever. This is like the side effect of the drug dealing. Like, look what it does to the other side. What happens yeah. to people? Well, I mean, do you think there's a little bit of hypocrisy? Do you think it's that deep that like? The album cover is showing someone whose life was ruined by a guy like Pusha T, essentially, and then to use that cover to, like, profit your, like, to level yourself even higher, like, you use, like, someone's tragedy caused by people in your camp, and then using that to, I don't know, almost exploit it further. I feel like any drug dealer would just tell you, it's like, hey, man, they would always, like, they always go back to, like, the same thing, where it's like, hey, man, we had customers, they were fiends, they, you know, they knowingly, like, took this, we just supplied it to them, and you know, that's what they would, like, say. I know it's, like, that's, like, the typical answer you'd get, but I don't know. Sure, but yeah. it seems a little <laughs> bit more like... upsetting when it comes from someone who, I guess, is responsible for it. It's, I don't know, like, a comparison would be... If, I don't know, it's like, definitely a debatable like, topic. Like, like, if, like, like, a, like, a terrorist, like, 
had their like was a rapper if there was a new rapper in the scene who was also in isis uh like isis rocky we'll call him and <laughs> isis rocky's album cover has or like, arab attack like yeah. dj Khaled's yeah, exactly. old name. and that's yeah exactly it has some kind of like <laughs> yeah that was that did not age well uh, yeah, 2001, DJ Cali was known as Arab Attack. He's like, right when 9-11 happened, he's like, oh, oh, we're changing that shit. Yeah, and it's probably a good call. Um, do you know Khalid's real we're the name? We're the best. DJ Khalid's full name is Khalid Khalid? Yeah, Khalid Muhammad Khalid. Yeah, very interesting. But anyway, so the, <laughs> it's like if ISIS Rocky had an album cover of like a beheading like in of like a beheading video, video. yeah like a beheading, beheading journalist it just kind of feels a little yeah, upsetting and feels a little bit like i don't know but i love the cover i think just yeah but regardless speaking, of this yeah. you just love you like the look of it is yeah aesthetically, you love aesthetically, aesthetically speaking, it is a great looking cover imagine getting that on vinyl too it just yeah. looks sick you're holding it in your hand yeah. like that or cassette which is apparently the uh oh, the new trend is things cassettes are back on cassette. cassettes yeah cassettes are, are back, back in you can buy this album on cassette uh so what track are we on now we were on santeria i believe yeah, I mean, yeah. we were talking about that i pretty much said my piece it's uh what would meek do yes with the uh kanye west feature this song like if you i feel like if you heard about the Pusha T Drake beef, which we'll get into, and you read the track listing, you'd be like, this is the Pusha, or this is the Drake beef song, right? Because the title... Yeah, and because Drake had beef with Meek Mill, yeah. and then Kanye just goes... Famously. Uh, nice guys talking shit, Push. How do you respond? And then... Yeah, and then yeah. Push responds. But it's not really a Drake diss. It's, it's more of a haters diss song, right? Yeah. Um, and what's an interesting factoid about this song was on the uh kanye coming like the weeks coming to the album's release would post like his whiteboard right with all the tracks that were yeah. scheduled to be included on these albums and this song and it really was, said yeah did, you didn't realize that was gonna be yeah. the album cover. i thought yeah it's like oh kanye yeah. you know his untitled album but but became, the, yeah. this song was not originally called what would me do i think it was just called what would you do or something the the Adding Meek to the name came out afterwards. So at one point, it was not called What Would Meek Do, which to me feels like an intentional Drake snub, right? Like, including Meek's name in your album, in a way, kind of seemed like the mindset, like, we're in that ballpark, like... Yeah. Kanye, he's back uh, with a poop scoop, whoopity whoop whoop. The poop master. Is he too complex for Complex Con? Everything Ye say caused a new debate. You see, he been out of touch. He cannot relate. It's always too long. Bitch, too bad. Got a surrogate. His kid, get two dads. I've been thinking, what do you what think about Tupac this do? Kanye verse? You be thinking what Nucleids on the block do? You ain't driving while black do they stop you? Well, MAGA hats, let me slide like a drive-thru. That phone call from Rocky. Ricky still hazy. Who's Ricky? ASAP Ricky. Kanye's cousin Ricky Anderson lost his 17-month-year-old baby son Avery. Damn. When heaven got an angel named Avery, gotta watch who you call him crazy. Easy news, billion-dollar baby. Won't feel right till I feel like Phil Knight. Going for six million is what Phil told Mike. I think it's not bad for us. I mean, that's like, that's like, I don't know, that's that Kanye sense of humor. Yeah. Kind of. It's like, that's a very Kanye thing to see, thing to say is, you'd be thinking what new kids on the block do. Yeah. I just think that's very Kanye. I like it. I, I think it's probably his best verse in a while. I, up until the release of his new album, I thought this was probably his best verse in a long while. Uh, I mean, 
Lift Yourself not included, obviously, because that is a fantastic bars, fantastic set of bars. But yeah, like they played Lift Yourself on Whammo the other I day. I saw that. Laughing. I saw it Snapchat. That was very funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't but believe like, it. Yeah, it's crazy. But like People versus Yay. I kind of did not rap very well on that, just objectively speaking. He was just rambling. Yeah. It was kind of like a, you know, spoken word. Mm-hmm. Watch with uh, Lil Uzi and uh, Travis Scott. No one's even talking about that song. Not very good either. The one line where he name drops Larry David and Seinfeld is very stupid and very, like, <laughs> it just sounds dumb. And then he goes, do you want to know how I feel? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, Something then the Seinfeld right the theme comes on. Bam, bam, yeah. bam, bam. Well, that was in the original cut, but they yeah. uh, they were afraid it would go too hard if they had a Seinfeld sample. Well, now they're on um, infrared. Infrared, yeah, the final. That's what they call it, infrared. Infrared, infrared yeah. Infrared. Or infrared, I think is. Like I pronounce everything wrong. The pun of the track. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the final track of the seven track thing. Uh, and again, I think that originally this was not the last track listed on the album. They changed this to be the final track listed, which, again, I feel like Pusha T had this all thought out. Like, he he wanted to go out on the Drake disc, keep them talking. Yeah. If the if Infrared was just kind of tucked somewhere in the middle of the album, it probably wouldn't have gotten the attention that it did. Uh, I like this song. I feel like when we look back on this song... It'll be like the uh, control verse by Kendrick. Uh, I, was, I was about to say yeah. that control verse by Kendrick and uh, people. Um, yeah, people don't really remember. Yeah, that. the content of the song wasn't important. It was just the Kendrick going after the everybody. message. But yeah. I, I think this is way different though, because Kendrick doesn't really have beef with. Does Kendrick really have beef with anybody at this point? Maybe Drake. Yeah, there's, there's always there. that weird like maybe yes, maybe. But no. I think like I think the thing with like Pusha T and Drake, it definitely got more personal after yeah. that. I feel like there was just a control verse and then nothing happened after that really. Yeah. Well, he, Kendrick also apparently has beef with Big Sean, which is the most random person for Kendrick to have beef with. Big Sean's just a pop rapper. Yeah. But to the point where people thought that Humble and The Heart Part 4 were diss tracks towards Big Sean, that they thought the entire song of Humble was towards Big Sean, <laughs> and that damn... Why? It was a, what, what was it in response to? Like, Humble was in response to what by Big Sean? There like was a song by Big Sean? I, yeah, I don't know what the specific song is, but apparently... Big Sean was throwing out shots, and then people thought that the entire damn album was going to be his diss towards Big Sean, just an entire album against Big Sean, which, looking back, just sounds so fucking quaint, like, Kendrick's not even, like, in the same ballpark as Big Sean anymore, like, Pulitzer Prizing winning, you know, damn, people thought it was going to be a diss album towards Big Sean, it's just, it's kind of quaint now, but anyway, back on Infrared, yeah, I, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of the same thing with Control, where... I feel like the message of this will be more remembered. It'll it'll be more of like a song that's quoted like in footnotes, like the beef reignited with infrared. And the actual song, I don't know, is will be super memorable. It's too early to tell. Again, an enjoyable song. I like it. I fuck with it. There's no bad the Drake diss. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quinn. Is that like the diss there? Yeah, I mean the whole thing is apparently just a Drake diss. Yeah, believe in myself and the Coles and Kendrick. See no Drake there, but like the biggest rappers were. 
At, like, I mean, J. Cole was pretty big at one time. I don't know. Once if upon a time, yes. I don't know if he's as big now. Nah. But, like, Kendrick's, Kendrick's definitely, like, the top dude, it seems. Yeah, I mean, Drake, obviously, is Kendrick there, and too. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a top two at this so, point. Like, about the, okay, about the beef that we got to discuss now. All right. So, it seemed early on, you know, Drake had a nice, what, like, he had a comeback, like, record. What did he say? Like, he sighed at the beginning of the track, and then he went yes. in. Yes. The Duppy or Doopy Freestyle. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, Duppy Freestyle. I, I was on record for saying that I thought Drake would win the beef. Not only did I think Drake would win the beef, I thought Drake would destroy Pusha in the beef. I am so sorry I ever thought that or said that. It just, from what I was perceiving the, the beef to be, I thought that, you know, the Meek Mill thing, Meek Mill was objectively in the right... Drake had ghostwriters. He yeah. was a phony, but Drake was able Meek to Bill just was, turn Meek it Bill around was a gangster. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Drake was able to turn it around on Meek Mill, which is ridiculous when you think about it. Like, how does the, the entire beef results in Drake being exposed for having ghostwriters, and somehow he still wins the beef yeah. just because he was more popular and, like, back-to-back is a... Back to back, yeah. Classic song. And that's what kind of the the assumption I had going into this. Pusha T's, at the time speaking at least, is not as big as Meek Mill was when they were feuding. And it was like, I mean, Drake is huge. He has such a big fan base. Drake has to just say, fuck Pusha T, and everyone's going to be saying, fuck Pusha T. But I was wrong. Because I didn't understand where Pusha. It doesn't was even from. matter like what the Duppy freestyle was at this point. Because yes. it's like, you don't even remember. It. You just remember Pusha T's diss, and then the cover of that diss was just Drake in blackface yes. back in like 2007. I thought it was fake almost yeah, at I did first. Too. I was like, what? I was like, is that Drake? And then it was Drake. Yeah, I mean the the Duppy freestyle also its biggest fault, which Pusha points out. It's not really about Pusha. It's about Kanye, which Kanye is a very easy man to diss. And I don't think oh, yeah, Kanye, it's not very hard to discuss. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Kanye ever takes the bait, which is why he's never really been engaged in feuds before. But the you thing know, about Pusha is he, for better or for worse, there's not a lot to talk about Pusha. He talks about rapping. He talks about doing cocaine and selling cocaine. He legitimately sold cocaine. Yeah. And even though Drake tries to downplay his level of like you know, his role in the scheme of things in terms of, like, he's not, like, a like an Escobar or, like, a mafia guy. He's just, like, a low-level coke dealer. The fact of the matter is, Pusha T was a coke dealer he's who had connections coke. with big coke dealers. Yeah. And that's all he raps about. There's not much else to go at him for. There's no, like, secret, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah. So, like... That's he, why they call him Pusha T. Yeah. I'm your Pusha. Pusha Terrence. It's classic. <laughs> Who's calling him that? Who's calling him Pusha Terrence? That's uh, his real name. <laughs> I know, but it's like, what was his name? Charlemagne. Oh, did well, he? Charlemagne feel about like is Charlemagne like? I don't know. I guess I his know. his job is just to attract attention and cause controversy, yeah, exactly. right? Like he has yeah. his role to play. Yeah. Like, did you see? How about that interview of Charlemagne and Colin? Wasn't that like a bizarre thing? <laughs> The interview? Recently, it was like a two-hour interview between Charlamagne oh, and Kanye. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kanye was, like, was showing Charlamagne his property that he bought. He's like, yeah, this is all my land. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye seems wild. to be in a weird state Very of mind. Place, yeah. But I think he's doing better in a r- weird way. Do you think he's doing better in like a strange I don't know. Every time I say every time I think he's doing better, something worse happens. So, I don't know. I thought he was doing better for like the past two years, but apparently not. Uh, Drake Blackfoot. Yeah, the story of a did. Was it a did on? Is it did on his kid's name? 
Adion or Adion. something like that. I think, I don't know his kid's name. It's like Adonis or something. And the idea was apparently that Pusha also has a... Look, it's almost cartoonish. Yeah. But like, Pusha, look how ridiculous. Oh, I mean, <laughs> blackface. Uh, Pusha, Jesus. he had a deal with Adidas. And the rumor mill that he heard was that Drake was going to sign with Adidas and he was going to name his upcoming line after his so he was going like, to so he was going to reveal that he had a son and then yes. like make money off of the fact that he yes. had a son but push a uh, beat him to the punch and oh, call him out for it oh, so now Drake's entire like plan, plan is, is ruined oh god he's only worth yeah. 90 million yeah. now <laughs> but i the 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 story of Adion or however you pronounce it one of the funniest just most cutthroat this is of all time the part of the song that I just love so much is when he just says, you've been hiding a kid or you've been hiding a child. <laughs> the, the song gets slightly louder and like Pusha announces it a little bit clearer than yeah. the rest of the song. It is so just easy money. It's about to be a search with summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The quattrociento, ochenta, yocho, the spider joint. I was really going to cut the heads off these snakes, right? Watch the body drop. I was reading that the reason why Pusha T called it Surgical Summer is that if Drake chooses to respond, which is a big mystery at this point, that Pusha's next thing that he's pulling out is that Drake has had liposuction oh. and he doesn't have real abs, that they're just fake abs that he like got plastic surgery for. Oh. So that's why he's calling it Surgical Summer. That's just right <laughs> here, which would be a very funny track to... Uh, to hear oh jesus but yeah man i mean we were talking about earlier uh in the car ride over will this hurt drake's career what uh, do you i think? don't know um i don't know man i mean it seems like he has a kid i guess like i guess rihanna looks kind of right and like the right whatever she said how she like her and drake weren't friends or anything like that anymore oh we're, i didn't know that that was in like that was in an interview i not nah, I, I heard rihanna was mad because like drake talked about how he always like loved her so i like some one of those award shows and like kind of put rihanna on blast and like try to like you know make it look like he was maybe not proposing but like he's like i really want you know to yeah. date you and stuff and kind of put pressure on rihanna to want to date him and then like there was like backlash about that and because it's like you know all the La Rihanna fans were freaking out because it was like, you know, it's just her moment about her and it shouldn't have to be that she has to date somebody or something like that. But I know it kind of looks right that, you know, Drake looks, I don't know, Drake kind of looks stupid. He looks like a fuck boy. But, um, yeah, who was like, so I, yeah, you had a kid with like a porn star. Yes. That's from France. Story. Yes. That's the story. And he's been apparently paying her off to not talk about it. Yeah. I, I mean, whether or not the rumor is true, it's obviously gotten Drake because it's been like, a week and yeah drake hasn't responded. said anything yeah. yeah he hasn't responded the only anything. thing that he's and drake's probably like wondering how the fuck did he find yeah. out like how the hell did push up yeah. push has his connections yeah. man he knows that well the only thing that drake has responded to is the blackface picture but he did it he, he did said it like a note like he a, did it in a note yes. exactly if you do it in a note on your phone yes that's a loss because yeah, he didn't he respond to that in song yeah he, like anytime you go to the note exactly. and post it it always it's always a bad look drake's the kind of person who who Everyone's just joking around, and then he just goes, okay, now, no, too far, too serious. Now, let me actually address this. Like, he's, like, better than that. He's like, this isn't even about songs anymore. Like, that was too far. And it's like, <laughs> fuck off, Drake. Yeah, I... Drake has definitely lost But the long one, I mean, you're just gonna have to wait and see. I think for Pusha, it's a huge win. Yeah. Because it's a huge win with him and, like, you know, just hip-hop artist credibility there. 
people give him more credibility. They think he's a better artist. He raps about, but his raps are just better. His yeah. beats are better. So if you're a hip hop fan, I think you definitely like Pusha T more. But I think Drake this solidifies him among like like a pop crowd. Push it? Yeah, no, Drake. It solidifies Drake amongst like he's like a pop artist this this point. That's what Drake's become. Like he turned on ninety six one. Drake. It's Drake and Post Malone on the yeah. radio, along with you know, uh, what, like Rihanna or like yeah. Camila Cabello or all those other pop artists and yeah. stuff. You, you you're not gonna hear Pusha T on ninety six one Kiss, but if you know, yeah. on Whammo, on Whammo, you'll hear yeah. you know you'll hear a Pusha T well, track or two. Pusha was close to it. Uh, his last album had that Chris Brown song, "Sweet Serenade." That was, was a good song. That was a good song. About, but I, yeah. that, that's probably the closest we'll see of Pusha coming to that. Coming crowd. to like a pop yeah. thing. But I don't think he, yeah, I don't think he has any interest in that. I think he just like I, like I was saying earlier. I think Pusha definitely he likes his niche. He has his rollies. You know, yeah. he, tr- he he can pretty much go wherever he wants to yeah. go. He works with He's Kanye the, West. He's part yeah. of good music. He's the president of good music. He works with Kanye West. They go make dope albums out in Wyoming with yeah. Mike Dean and people. Like he's, I think he likes where he's at. Yeah, he's doing all right for himself. Uh, Drake, I, I don't think his sales will take a hit. Well, I, no one's buying any albums anymore, yeah. and like people that still love Drake, love Drake's songs, are still gonna, gonna see that. I don't yeah. think they're really gonna care about the beef. This is what they're gonna go. They're gonna be like, how much money you have compared? You know what I mean? Yeah. They're gonna do that. Or it's like we didn't even know who you were until you yeah, took exactly. shots at Drake. It'll be stuff like that. I've known. Yeah. I've known. It's been like. You know, we've known who Drake was since 2009. Who, who's Pusha T? Like, who are you? And then, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll just get into that. But, but yeah, Pusha... He de- Drake definitely loses more credibility among hip-hop fans. Yeah. I think he just loses even more. And I think Drake is kind of... As I was saying, like... I feel like Drake's positioned himself like this. He's kind of gone from the rapping to more, like, a pop artist. And he's, like, now at this point, I think, like, since One Dance yeah. came out, he's firmly in that pop artist, like, crowd. Yeah. I can't really imagine Scorpion trying to, like, win back the hip-hop crowd. I feel like he's cemented himself in the pop world. I feel like if you're reading this, it's too late. was in uh, What Time to Be Alive, where kind of his foray, he was trying to get back in the good graces of, like, hip-hop. Hip-hop, he was like, I'm a rapper working still. With, yeah, but working with, like, point, Future and stuff. I feel like at this point, Drake, Drake's, Drake's Drake's pretty, Drake is pretty pop. Yeah. Like, with, like, views and then, like, more life. I mean... Yeah, Drake kind of like rides like the sounds of the time, and it's just been like more of like a world beat. Like the stuff Major Lazer has yeah. been like in those EDM guys have been promoting Drake's written that wave. And I, it's what you said like Drake was dissing Kanye on some tracks. On Deppy, yeah, it was yeah, more about it makes Kanye no sense because like Kanye kind of gave him his start. Like they, you, Kanye's sound gave you know from 808s kind of gave Drake his start. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's just worked it up since then. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with dissing quote unquote idols. I mean. Pusha also on record, uh, Drake said he was a huge fan of Pusha and then he like idolized them. I think it really says a lot about Drake or Pusha's ammo if that's not the sticking point that Pusha has on Drake. Because Pusha could just easily go, you used to like kiss up to me and thought I was like the greatest, but that's not where Pusha's heading. But the funniest part about this whole beef is, do you know how it even started in the first place? Is it? It's over like, it's, it was over like Lil Wayne and like, yeah, Pharrell. Yeah, Pharrell. Pharrell, Pharrell is they don't like. Uh, for, well, Pharrell's Pharrell's with Pusha, right? Yes. Pharrell, Pharrell they were in the comic pr- together. Yeah. yeah, Pharrell produced for clips. Yeah. Yeah, that was like the Neptunes, Pharrell and Chad Hugo's uh, production group, and Clips. They grew up in the same area, like Virginia. Like they yeah, were, they grew up in Virginia. Beach, they go back. Area. So yeah, the 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 irony of or Pharrell now kind of being like you know 
mom music, like with Happy and Get Lucky. Oh yeah, Pharrell's yeah, that Pharrell's event. come up was on Coke Raps, so always <laughs> a reminder. But the, from my understanding, the beef stems from uh, Pharrell making a beat for Lil Wayne and Birdman, and then them not paying Pharrell for the beat, and then Push was like, "Fuck that," and then dissed Lil Wayne and uh, Birdman, which then by extension Drake was like. No one talks to my friends that way. Yeah, and then, and then Drake got into the beef. It's kind of evolved into what it is yeah, now. Yeah, Drake versus yeah. So that's like the origins back in like till like what two thousand two, two thousand three, yeah, probably something early, like that. Yeah. yeah, before that, like all those guys blew up. And hey, I mean, like you know, can't you all get along? Like they all made it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we all just get along? But um, all right. It's been like thirty five minutes, dude. We spent talking about this. Now we gotta get into yay. The main attraction. The main attraction, the new Kanye album. Yay. What do you uh what do you think? What'd you think of Yay? Did I, you watch the release party? I did. How I was it? I watched it too. I mean Chris Rock introduced it. Yeah, it kinda rambled on for a couple of minutes. Uh I don't think it'll ever match the release party, not the album. I don't think it'll ever match the life of Pablo release party. Yeah, then they, that they was had it a at the fucking st- event. They had it at the Stable Center, right? Yeah. They when, were all just walked in there and he had he was decked out with the you know, the hoodies. And the laptop. Yeah, the the ultra light beam when that came on, greatest Kanye moment of all time, in my opinion. Legendary moment. <laughs> rest of the album, questionable, but West, rest of life with Pablo. Yeah. Questionable, but that incredible moment to be a Kanye fan. Yay. Worthy addition to the discography. I don't know yet. Maybe by the end of the podcast, I'll, I'll feel more comfortable saying where I rank it, but I don't think it's a dud. You don't think it's a dud? I don't think it's a dud. I think it's, I think it's like, uh, it, it just seems like an EP. To, I mean, like, they both yeah. kind of, both of these albums, like uh, Pusha T's album, Kanye, they both seem like EPs to me, but it, you know, there's, Kanye's having a third album with Kid Cudi coming yeah. out, right? Yeah. So, and they're all going to be seven songs, correct? Yes. So it seems like this weird, like, it's intense. If you're looking at, you're kind of, it's kind of like the Push album that's like, looking at it from Kanye's view, it's like Kanye the producer, then you have like the Kanye album, yay, and then you have like Kanye, like the collaborator with Kid Cudi, you know what I mean, rapping and producing. This is what I've been referring to these Wyoming albums as, and let's get this to catch on, this is the Wyoming cinematic universe, uh, <laughs> and Push's album is kind of like, uh, like the Iron Man and then Nick Fury comes in at the end and they have, <laughs> like, we're assembling a team, and then Kanye's <laughs> album's kind of like, like Captain America, like yeah. the thing, and then the Kanye Kid Cudi album is gonna be the Avengers album. <laughs> Everyone's gonna come together and make a huge ass album, and then like the yeah the stun like the stoners and like yeah. the Kanye fans after uh, the MAGA moment. Yeah, the all right will get... come together <laughs> and break bread. And then um, and then the Triana Taylor album that's coming out a couple weeks after will be like Ant Man. Nice little diversion, you know, kind of cool us off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting that. This album came out before the Kid Cudi collab album because I don't know. I feel like in the world of Kanye, like the Kanye solo album is the main event, right? Like when we compare Watch the Throne to Dark Twisted Fantasy, which came out like in a similar time frame. That's my favorite Kanye era. I don't know, just to the, this day, because yeah, that's when I got that's when I got into them, and it was so like at that point, it was so high art. It was yeah. like how like what they were doing in hip hop. It was like this high art. They were just rapping about like. You know, like, yeah. Renaissance shit yeah. and, like, Greek philosophers. It was awesome. Yeah. It's just, like, look at the album covers. I mean, they even, they, cool. they, they were both just looked expensive as hell. And then that's back when Kanye and Jay-Z were bros. And it was, 
it was like a nice time. It was. It was, like, it was a nice it was a good time era. To be alive. It was a great time to be alive. Great yeah. time to be alive. But yeah, you consider like Dark Twisted Fantasy as the uh, as the main focal point. Watch the Throne is kind of like a fun side album. Watch the Throne got great tracks though. I mean, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah, denying yeah. that. I'm just saying that like in the in the mind of I think uh, the population, Dark Twisted Fantasy is the main event. Yeah. Watch the Throne, and then like Cruel Summer and Yeezus, like Yeezus the solo album is the main event, and then. Cruel Summer is kind of like a nice thing. So it's interesting that this is coming first, and it almost seems like the Kid Cudi, Kanye, Kid See Ghost is the main attraction. Like What's that supposed album? to come out? Is that going to come week. out this Friday? Yes, next Friday. So this upcoming Friday? Yes. June oh, shit. Yeah. Which so, is also Kanye's birthday. Happy birthday, Kanye. Yeah, he's going to be 41. Yeah. Everyone's old now, too, in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But, um... But I guess we you can... think yeah, So you think yeah, is like, acceptable, even with the seven tracks... When, which I think it's kind of too... I wish we had 10 for, like, all these. I wish all these could be 10 yeah, tracks. I, I didn't like them being I'm seven. a big fan of the 10. You know, I... My philosophy has been there's very few albums that could not be reduced to 10 tracks. And I think 10 is the perfect amount. Uh, seven, I agree. And you my, almost feel shortchanged. Yeah, my initial listenings to these albums were... Short, short charge. It feels... Yeah. I mean... It feels underdeveloped almost. Yeah. I think the comparison I've made is like it's like watching a movie that's only thirty minutes long. It it just doesn't have time to develop and grow into a full length album. And that's not so much the track length or the track number, it's the track length. Most of these songs don't hit over like three and a half that, minutes. Yeah. And that's the issue, is that they it's They're like snippets almost. Yeah, it just it But the more I listen to it. I've come to the acceptive like point yeah. in this where I'm just like it's fine seven tracks it does what it needs to do if there's three more tracks I wouldn't be mad but I don't I'm not gonna say it's a fault of the album yeah what do you think of it does it what what does the album remind you of yeah like in compared to his previous discography I feel like it's got it, it sounds almost like uh it's almost like Saint Pablo uh, not Saint Pablo but like Life of Pablo kind of to me yeah. it seems to be like continuing on that trajectory kind of just maybe not like you can't say really like it's rushed or like looped it, but it's like kind of Kanye's just thoughts on everything with mm-hmm. like combined with combining like the old and the new of like how he produces and well, stuff like that I think there's an irony to you saying that it's rushed apparently this album was made like in three weeks like the past three weeks this album like start to finish was complete there's a whole different album when Kanye announced these albums coming out there's a whole different album he was making and then apparently after the TMZ, there's just like some interview he had after the album came out, uh, like on Saturday, after the whole TMZ incident where he said slavery was a choice, and then he admitted that he had been addicted to opioids after yeah, he got his yeah. liposuction. That's he, <laughs> just like a weird, like yeah. all this weird shit. He apparently just decided to re-year the entire album. Instead of making a political album, he made like an introspective album. Yeah. If I had to compare it, I agree, like musically, it reminds me a lot of Pablo. Uh, but if I had, like, thematically, I feel like this is almost kind of, like, the anti-Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, yeah, I mean, definitely, like, the length is only, you know, 23 minutes. Dark Twisted Fantasy was, what, 70? Yeah. And it was just so opulent and just so many guest yes. productions. It was, like, I mean, even Kanye's like, own award show. Even thematically, you, you think about it, and it's, like... You think Yeezus is, like, the... Sparsest middle, but then it's, but like, yeah, this album Yeezus was 40 on, minutes. Yeah. This album is 20, yeah. like, 3, so now it's kind of... Yeezus just seems to be like Yeezus when I listen to it now it just seems to be like this dark world yeah. where everything's just fucked up yeah. that seems to be what it is yeah. but this album like thematically 
you, Dirt Twist of Fantasy is like an album about how the people around Kanye observe Kanye and how they look at him. And then this album is how Kanye looks at himself and yeah. looks at other people. Yeah. It's like almost like the antithesis of Well, Kanye's definitely fantasy. talking about like his mental issues and stuff openly. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the album cover with. <laughs> Uh, he said he uh, took it on his own iPhone camera. The album uh, cover is definitely a bit. It's a bit cringy. Yeah, it's. I love the Life of Apollo uh, album cover, which I feel like had a similar reaction. But this one, I I don't. Know. If he didn't have the I hate being bipolar, it's it's definitely like yeah. meme worthy now because people are making a shit ton of yeah. memes about it. it. It's like Drake did with the views cover with yeah. him sitting on like. That, but it's like I feel like that's with any album cover now. Any yeah. album cover you release, people are gonna make meme a million. It. I mean, memes to the point where even Kanye tweeted like a meme generator <laughs> for the cover. He knows what he's doing, but like the actual content of the I hate I being bipolar. bipolar. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> very dumb. Very like MySpace 2007. <laughs> I very Tumblr. Yeah, very Tumblr. Very Twitter. Yeah, know? I uh, apparently. The album wasn't supposed to be called this, but there was someone who was at the listening party uh, tweeted a f- picture of the album cover, but it had different cap before the album like came out or the- anything was announced, and it had a different caption instead of "I hate being bipolar, it's awesome." It was "I hate being beautiful, it's bipolar." That's weird. Yeah, it's a little bit more cryptic and a little bit more. Mysterious. I'll say this about the album cover. Would've I would have, I would have liked it ten times better had he not had the words on there. I would have just liked seeing the mountains of him yeah. just taking it on his iPhone. I like the view of it. But then it I think it's gorgeous. Yeah. Exactly, but I just there's gotta be a way where it's like I, you could just get rid of like the writing and just have like the album cover be like the mountains and shit. I think it's just, I think it's a very sick photo. I enjoy it, and it's from Wyoming, right? Yeah, they're looking yeah. at it's the, like uh, where they were staying. Yeah, yeah. The, it's nice. It's peaceful. It's very nice. They interviewed Pusha about, and he goes, "I can't stand the mountains. I don't hate this. I don't like this shit at all." Yeah, <laughs> like, he was saying, he's like, people, yeah. "I don't like moose. I don't like." <laughs> Pusha was just hilarious in That's the interview. Funny. He's like, "I don't like moose. I don't like hiking. I don't like any of that stuff." And they call. He's like, "No, no. We got to get out of Los Angeles and make the album." album yeah. here in the most like in the least dense state in the whole country i say why well, like was a strange place to record a hip-hop album but it seems to be doing favors uh i mean i agree that without the the text the cover would probably be a lot more uh tolerable but it wouldn't be as meme and that's very important in this, in this day and age it's you have it. to have memes like meme power runs the country meme magic runs the <laughs> country so if it was just like a nice thing it'd be serviceable but it wouldn't be a Kanye West album cover, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just, I like the mountains. I just hate reading that that stupid every fucking time. Like it, it, it looks like the dude from like Khan Academy wrote it himself with this little like pen thing. Yeah. You know, oh hey, uh, today we're gonna yeah. talk about music and uh, you know, I hate being bipolar. Yeah. It's awesome. And now bipolar, yeah, I'll have like yeah. triangles will be like now bi, you know, means two, and polar it talks yeah. about <laughs> the poles, the north and south yeah. poles. So what it's talking about is the two personalities. You know, the personality shifts. Like, it's like dude from Khan Academy. That's what it reminds Kanye me of. Academy. Yeah, Kanye Academy. That's what we're in now. But, um, yo, track by track. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Here, I'll look up. The first song, uh, <sighs> I Thought About Killing You, is the title, which is one of the strangest titles. It almost feels just like a shit post, like, song track. Like, it's it's a very strange thought, uh, title. The first half of it's definitely weird, but it's just like, what, what was he saying? He's just like, I even think about killing myself, and I love myself more than I love you. 
I this is my favorite track on the album. I love it so much. It's, what uh, for real? Yeah, I yeah, thought about killing you. That's yeah. your favorite track. It's my favorite song on the album. I love this song so much. It it's the only song on the album that I feel like can only exist on this album. This is this is what Yay is about. It's strange. It's weird. It's it's uh it's Kanye man. I the first half of it, I love it. I think it's just it's great. just bizarre right off the gate. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just bizarre. like bizarre. It's great. I, yeah, man, as someone who also has bipolar disorder, I relate to the message of this song a lot. Um, <laughs> it's true. I I love it. I, yeah, I could gnash for a better intro track. I don't think Kanye's ever had a bad intro track. Like, all of them are always winners. I think it, I, I think it definitely comes at you with, with like, uh, I think it, it definitely comes at you, and I think it's definitely going to turn some people off. They're going to hear it, and they're going to be like, yeah. oh, fuck this, and turn it off, but I think... I get what you're saying. It's like, that's kind of like the point. It's like, if you don't like this and like, you'll shut off and not listen to it, yeah. then it's like, you kind of don't get the point of it anyway. So then you just keep listening to it. And then it goes right into Yikes, which I think it bumps. Yeah. Well, I was about to, before we get on the Yikes, I was, this is the album that I was actually thinking about this. I think this is the only Kanye album that will not net new Kanye fans. Like every previous Kanye album appealed to a demographic that Kanye did not previously appeal to. I know you can argue the alt-right, but that has nothing to do with the music. That's just about Kanye as a person. But, like, Life of Pablo really got him back into, like, the good graces of, like, mainstream, like, you know, social media uh, you listeners. Th- you think so? Life of Pablo, yeah, for sure. That was a big album. Everyone listened to it. Like, yeah. if you go on They Google, didn't really have, like, a hit single on, like, radio. You Father know Stretch I mean? My Hands. I was... I pretty much made Panda into like an actual like that's hit. That, that is true. Uh, it made it made Panda a hit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I'll, I'll I would hear it on Whammo. They'd play the Kanye verse and then go right into Panda, then play all of Panda yeah. when he had that intro to it. Yeah, so um, yeah, that makes a good point. And I also, if you go on Google, like you go on the Google Trends, Kanye was most like his peak popularity was actually during like the Pablo's role, like of all time. Like people were searching for Kanye the most in 2016 when Life of Pablo was on the way out. So that's when he did the Taylor Swift thing. No, even before. I mean, that, I think that was like the second most popular, but I think Life of Pablo Raw was his biggest uh, peak. I haven't checked it recently, but... Okay. I think his biggest peak. I think his biggest peak. Okay, was, that was during the... That was the DNA, Taylor Swift. Yeah. That okay. was the Taylor Swift thing. But his biggest, biggest, biggest all-time... His biggest all-time was... Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is always not... February 2016. Yeah, that that is like when the Pablo new album came out. Came out. It yeah. was it was even bigger than um, it's even bigger than like graduation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Life of Pablo was that's huge. Weird. The only reason why it you, it doesn't feel as big as it does is because of the weird way. Here, it's I'll released. compare. I'll compare it to somebody. Let's see here. Oh, you two. You two <laughs> peaked. Two thousand. Two thousand. The great you two Kanye comparison. Two thousand. Two thousand four. Yeah, that was the last time YouTube's really been like relevant, and then they had the uh, they had the iPhone thing. But but yeah, go on. So either way, the 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 point is that Yeezus I feel like attracted a demographic too, people who are like more into the experimental, aggressive like yeah, alternative thing. like yeah. like an alternative rock maybe pretentious hipsters were into Kanye. Now, they like they like they like Yeezus, yeah. yeah. And then, like, Dark Twisted Fantasy, you had the, like... And Watch the Throne, I yeah. feel like both of them. You, you just kind of, like... 
it kind of like drew in the critical on, acclaim like kanye was a yeah. thinking man's rapper now, right? <laughs> kanye's up there with the great philosophers yeah. of the time well he still had critical acclaim before that but everyone when they heard dark twisted fantasy like how yeah, did this guy like, do this after the taylor yeah. swift thing this is incredible yeah. you know unreal album and then the first two albums, like the soul Kanye, like Kanye yeah. from Chicago, kid from Chicago kind of thing. Yeah. The graduation was like a big, yeah. big pop, pop album. album. Yeah. And then 808s, like at the time, maybe not so much, but I think there's a lot of people whose favorite Kanye album is 808s, and they like Kanye exclusively because of 808s. I feel like Ye is the first Kanye album that, like, if you weren't a fan already, I don't think this is going to turn you into a fan. And that's not saying it's a bad album. I'm just saying that this is a Kanye album for Kanye fans. Yeah, that makes yeah that that makes sense. He's not trying to like reach out to bring in more people. He's like, if you guys like me, you'll like this yeah. album anyway. And I feel like he's always been like that. But yeah, more that makes so that makes sense because yeah. it's like it's not really like I mean, what hit singles do you really see coming from this album? Uh, well, speaking of which, yikes, 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 yeah, yikes. track yikes number two, yikes. Yeah. I I mean, I think it's the most played song on the album already. Now that all mine's the most played. Really? Well, I'll play all mine for a little bit. Wait, just wanna. Oh yeah, I got like the church organ. And the Mickey Mouse voice singing the hook. <laughs> yeah, I I'm surprised all mine is the most played song. Yikes, the second most played. Yeah. I just like to ride off the beat. Yeah, this is kind of like wolves. Like, yeah, when it Kanye, reminds me yeah. of that. When Kanye said, I'm a fixed wolves, I think this is what he meant. This yeah. is like what wolves should have been. Good song. I love this song too. My my top three on the album are the top or the first three tracks. For real? In descending order. Ghost yeah. Town isn't bad. I like the when they say like you put your hand on the stove and all that. That was kind of uh, I that hate was kind that. of like a moment. It was like a moment of it was a unifying moment. We're getting ahead of ourselves, but I just spoiler, I I like that song, but I hate that lyric. That is a dumb <laughs> Don't they feature don't they feature? isn't that featured with uh Francis and the Lights? Isn't no, that that's the first song. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that's the guy going in the back room. No, no, that's Francis in the lights. Uh, okay. No, it says it right here with Ghost Town. Francis in the lights. Oh, he's a producer, producer on it. He wasn't like a singer on Shirley it. Shirley Ann Lee, Trade Trade Martin. Oh, this is oh, it's an old, yeah. old. I didn't know Francis Light was a producer on it. I don't think he sang on it, but on the first track, he's like the guy in the background. All mine. I'll play all mine. Yeah, it's that with the organ. Wouldn't leave. This is kind of like that old Kanye. Uh, well, let's talk about all mine first, because I got some things to say. This one is the, uh, it's probably the grossest song on the album. Very weird. This is the song that has the, the, I can, I like your titties, because they I can focus, I can on, focus two on two things at once. Things at once. Very Kanye kind of line. <laughs> and I think this is also a song where he, he drops the knowledge that none of us would be here without cum. So, yeah. Important. If I pull up with a carry wash, did that go be an enormous scandal? I could have a Naomi Campbell. It still might want me a Stormy Daniels. It's a very Kanye kind of Kanye song. Probably would have a fine place on you. Let me hit a rough fuck the outcome. I ain't none of us be here without cum. <laughs> if it ain't all about the income. I love it. Uh, uh, uh. Daniels. <laughs> you 
I mean, I love when he goes, I'm a superhero. Yeah. Very Yeezus-esque. And this song would not be too uh, far off from a Yeezus. Yeah, just talking about listing. just ass and titties. Yeah. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could definitely see this on Yeezus. I like it, again, top three. Uh, number three of the top three. Wooden Leaves, definitely, like, throwback. Did you think this was Young Thug at first, at the beginning? Yeah, it sounds like him. Yeah. Is I, that Kanye? No, that's, no, that's Party like Next Door. Party Next Door's on here. Yeah. Which, I don't understand, like, it... Isn't that, isn't he with Drake? Nah, I don't... Yeah, he is. Party Next Door's with Drake. Yeah, he's part of Ovo sound. I just don't understand, like, it's if like you want to get someone to sound like Young Thug, just get Young Thug, like, they've done stuff before. Star, I don't see Party Next Door on her. Well, because he wasn't a writer or producer, but he was on the song as a feature. Ah, I see, ah, okay, okay, I see. I think they got a lot of people on her. Yeah, I mean, it's, at this point, it's a Kanye tradition just to not have any of the features listed on the song, so you just have to kind of, like, guess. <laughs> Who yeah. it is? Yeah. And I, again, I just, if you want Young Thug, just get Young Thug on the song. Till it's cited. I I like this song. It's not my favorite. Oh no, I skipped through it. I like to be honest with you. I, I like I listen to La Yikes a lot. I've been bumping that in my car. I just do with whatever you know gets me to and back from work, and I just like hearing it. But um, I dig Yikes. I dig uh. I think Yikes on the album. I'm trying to listen to all the other stuff. <laughs> Sounds like you, you like two, Yikes a lot. Track, track two. Track two. I'm a big track two fan here. Uh, What's this? No Mistakes. No Mistakes. That's like two minutes. Oh, I like this one here too. I like this. Charlie, yeah, yeah. Uncle like Charlie this. on the hook. Oh, I fuck with this. Yeah, yeah. It's good. This is apparently a uh, Drake diss. Is it a Drake diss on here? Yeah, it's apparently Drake diss. Don't know if it is, don't know if it isn't. Feels kind of like reaching, but that's what Rap Genius says. That's a Rap Genius. Don't speaking quote me on which, that. Speaking of which, uh, the opening song, I Thought About Killing You, my theory is that it's about Jay-Z. That is my personal oh, theory about it. So what? Oh, the Jay-Z beef, what they mm -hmm. got. It could be. I, I think the opening song is about Jay-Z. So, that's just my thing. That's just a theory. That's just a music theory. AP music theory. Yeah, AP music theory, baby. This song is... Do you do you ever listen to the like Kanye demo tracks that like get leaked every couple years? What Kanye demo tracks? Like, every like, now and just then. Just like some oldies? Yeah, they'll just be like random Kanye songs that just get leaked that like weren't on the albums and they're just kind of like, unfinished and they're just kind of like... I don't know, like, usually just him kind of, like, mumble singing stuff and just whatnot. This song, to me, kind of reminds me of those tracks. This is kind of, like, the the finished version of all those, like, demo tracks he was making. Like, a lot of them are kind of, like, have the same idea where it's, like, guitar-driven, kind of, like, groove. Kanye just kind of sings, like, a verse on it. And then uh, mumbles. Yeah, he mumbles some words. And then you'll have, like, a big epic, like, soul sample, like, in, like, a, like a big epic... A, singing like like charlie wilson kind of voice in it to me this it's kind of like the the album version of all those demo tracks finally being finished i like it it's yeah. a little short uh kind of feels like a little bit of like a skit almost like just a little two minute blurb but it's cool 
I fuck with it. And then you got you got Ghost Town, which you are not a fan of. It's not that I'm not a fan of. I just a lot of people are saying this is their favorite song on the album. It's not my favorite. I think Kid Cudi cannot sing. Like Kid Cudi is not a good singer, and he almost ruins this song. In my opinion. I like Kanye's part. I like John Legend's part. I love the end outro with Zero uh, Seventy Shake, whatever the fuck her name is. Except for the stove line, not a good line. But I love the outro to it. I love the fucking weird video game music playing, but Kid Cudi just cannot fucking sing, and it bothers me. This was supposed to be on uh, Kids See Ghosts. This was on the original track listing, but Kanye moved it over to this one. Yeah. So this might be an indication for what Kids See Ghosts will sound like. Just a nice throwback, you know? Yeah. Nice throwback to the good old days. Watch this movie right now. They got like Zach Braff here with a bunch of pills. It's called Garden State. I looked up, you know. This yeah. is unrelated, but I'm just I'm just checking this out. It just seems to be an average Joe, you know, going to the job. That's me every day, dude. But not to not in the not in the Garden State though. In in Pittsburgh, I, I don't really do in the pierogi State, baby. <laughs> in the Steeler State, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Zach Braff. But I don't really get traffic on the way to work, so that's nice. Because oh, I work good. out I work out by the airport. But unrelated. Yeah, that's, that's a good. tangent. That's a good... This is a bad song. I, yeah, I think it's a good song. I like it a lot. We're still the kids we used to be. I put my hand on a stone just uh, to see if I still bleed. It's and nothing kind of hurts anymore. Kind of reminds me of uh, We Are Young. Fun. Oh yeah, in a way. Well, yeah. that's probably why it appeals. Like, just hooks like that. Yeah, no. Just like the sound of it. I guess it just be on the radio. This could be a radio song. Uh, yeah. I also the guitar at the end kind of reminds me of like something from a Queen song. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird little. I'll skip to that. I'll skip to it if it'll play. Well, oh yeah. I mean, not go. very end, but like. Just like her, like opening of her verse. Burn, burn, burn. Yeah, yeah. And then violent crimes. A song for his daughter. Feel like feels like this is an inevitable thing that eventually he would make a a song for Nori West. Yeah. I don't know why it's called violent crimes though. Kind of misleading. Yeah. Who's zero uh seventy shake? You know um, anything about? I think she signed the good music. She's oh, that's an nice. Uh, I like her part on Ghost Town. I'm yeah. Like, kind of mixed on this one, but I feel like was this... Party Next Door featured on two tracks here? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Yeah, I think he's also on Ghost Town. Yeah. Even the scary nights. But yeah, this song's cool. I feel like this is the, the quote-unquote old Kanye that people talk about that they want back. Yeah. It's kind I'm of like... Playing that. I'm just going to read the lyrics here. Are you? <laughs> I'm not going to read them out loud. I'm <laughs> I going to say, are you, are you going to jump into the Kendrick controversy? No, I'm not jumping into that, but I'm just I'm just reading it. Because like you were saying, it was, about, it was about his kid. Yeah, his daughter. Yeah, you you can read this. Uh, oh yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of like allusions to this on Twitter. Just like I can't believe yeah. it takes you having a daughter to actually like start to care. It's like, 
I don't know. It's yeah, some like, people... Can you, can you just chill for a second? Some people read this as kind of sexist. I... I, I don't think I could consciously not admit that to some degree. There's some lines on this that are kind of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about you saying that. I I think it comes from a good place, though. So I don't think it's ever like a malicious thing. But it just kind of feels, I don't know, it kind of feels wrong for someone who's married to Kim Kardashian to be like, don't be like your mom. Like, isn't the whole point of Kim Kardashian, like, being married to her is that... I thought Connie realized the beauty and intelligence of being able to market yourself as like a as a sex icon. So I just to me like I get where Connie's coming from. Like it's his daughter. He doesn't want her to be like that. But like I don't know. It's kind of like it's definitely like conflicting. Fe- yeah, it's definitely it's conflicting really feelings. And it's like it's a fear. But I mean, you're gonna see how this plays out. I mean, Nori's gonna grow up. Gonna have a great life. Gonna like. Help, you know, private schools, all kind of stuff, and you know, she's definitely probably gonna model or like act or like try to get involved in like something, like some kind of entertainment, some type yeah. of you know public figure role. I think she she'll end up a circus performer, hopefully. <laughs> but it's like she's gonna get involved in stuff like that, and I guess you know that's just part of that's just part of raising your kid. Yeah, you know? I mean, if they're like that first they're your baby, then they grow up, and then you know they want to go do something, and then you just kind of be like, all right, I mean, you're 18, 19. I mean, it's you know. It's, well, what, it's what you want to do, you know? I mean, in the song, he talks about how he doesn't want her to, you know, like, dress up sexy, and she doesn't want to have, like, boyfriends or anything, and, like... Yeah, but she's, like, three. The, three well, or four years old. Like, well, what's, he's saying in the born? future... Connie's yeah. not saying... I, I don't know. think Connie's <laughs> saying right now. He's just saying, like, in the future, he hopes that doesn't happen. And I get it from the perspective of a dad, like, who wants their daughter to grow up like that, but I also think has the perspective of Kim Kardashian's husband you'd think he'd be a little bit more open-minded and understanding the social implications of, I don't know, like, in this generation, slut-shaming is wrong. I will go on the record. Don't slut-shame. It's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool, fam. It's never cool. It's not cool to slut-shame. What do they got here? Don't do no yoga. Don't do Pilates. Just play piano and stick to to karate. Oh. Oh, yeah, it makes more sense reading the lyrics. Yeah. See, you like, see with the nice sounding music, you kind of like ignore the yeah. lyrics for Alice, and then when you actually read the stuff, you're like, oh yeah, he's saying he's saying some hard shit here. Yeah, he's saying some hardcore shit. He's actually talking about something. Yeah. But hey, that's the way it goes, and I think that's uh that's the whole album, man. Yeah. Well, that was as reviewed as best as we can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like just judging based off your comments. You're a bigger fan of Daytona than you are of Ye? I do. I like Daytona. I think. I just think the rapping on it's better. It just seems to be. Uh, I think the production on it's better. It's a better album, I think, to drive to. I know this album is definitely for Kanye, by Kanye, you know, for him, but it's just, I don't know. Just straight up, I just want to, like, hear something in the background. I'd like. I'd if like you to want to Daytona, drive, if you're thinking about driving, listen got, to Daytona. Is that Exactly. Your, if you're driving, if you're kind of more introspective and you're kind of, like, thinking about shit, I think you definitely. You, Maybe you know I'm not saying Daytona is well Daytona is about pushing T just dealing coke and too, yeah. yeah there's introspective parts of it for sure yeah it's about pushing T dealing coke and then you know he has a couple he's dissing the haters so you know if you want that there it is but I think it's just you know if you're a Kanye fan you know sit back and enjoy the Kanye experience man I mean of course you play yay yeah you know what I'm saying uh, that makes sense yeah for sure 
What do you think the best track? What's well, the best track on this Yay album, and then the worst track on this Yay album? Uh, like I said, I thought about, about killing, killing you. you is your best track. My Yikes! Favorite track. My favorite track. There you go for the fifth time. Where? Yeah. Uh, worst track. Hmm. I'd probably have to say either the. You say Ghost Town? No, no, no. Uh, what's the fourth song called? Wouldn't leave. Yeah, wouldn't leave. It's not bad or anything. I just I don't think it's. I don't know. I won't return to it super often. And violent crimes also. I, as someone who does not have a daughter, I just don't really relate to it that much. And I, like I said earlier, I'm not a super huge fan of like old Kanye soul sampling. So I, there's not much for me in that song. I listen. To, I, I kind of feel. I kind of feel like that too. You know, you probably wouldn't leave it. It's like I feel like it could like do without. But I'm I'm just I'm just sort of messing around here. Listening it all mine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All my, no, all my bumps. Yeah, no, all, all, all my bumps. I'll get stuck I like in my head constantly. Uh, yeah, wouldn't leave makes sense. Yeah. And then, like, a violent crimes. Yeah, those could be, the, like, seen as, like, the worst. You could do without. Yeah. Violent crimes, it's a, son, it's a song about, you know, his daughter. Yeah, like you were saying, none of us, you know, have daughters, so we can't really relate. Yeah. My dad would probably like it though. He has a daughter. He'd be yeah. Like, My dad's been playing new Kanye album. Has he's he? been playing Daytona too. He's 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 a big fan. Is that's good. he tries he tries that's to stay know. current. Yeah. That's good to know. He was like telling me about it too. So he's like he just goes ah oh, so Sana so Pusha T is Pusher T is beefing with uh, Drake and I try to explain yeah it goes way back to um Lil Wayne and Birdman mm-hmm. having problem. My dad just started laughing at like the rapper names. He's Birdman. like he just thinks they have funny names. Birdman is a pretty funny name. And then his nickname Baby isn't. They can't better. get over like I'll bring up like I'll bring up like Tupac versus Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. and like my parents will lose it every time like hearing the name like Biggie Smalls. <laughs> really, that's that's. Funny. They just say it's funny that a guy's called Biggie Smalls. <laughs> Biggie Smalls. I mean, it is because it's like it's two contra- it's two contradictory things. You're either big or you're small. There yeah. is no you know. Unless it's Little Big Planet, baby. That's true. Yeah, shout to Little Big Planet. But hey, man, I think uh, I think it's pretty much. I think we've covered. Yeah. We've covered the ground. Dude, I, this is probably over an hour. I wanted this, you know, I was hoping for like 40 minutes, but man, we, hour 10 minutes, man. Oh, uh, I say, when you texted me, I thought you meant like 30 to 40 minutes for each topic. I didn't know you Oh, it doesn't, it's that's a, what my mind oh, was geared it's towards. All, like, it's all, all right, good. This now, is an in-depth episode. It doesn't, it doesn't matter because it was, it was still awesome. Like, I'm not, I'm, I was just saying, I was hoping to get like 30, 40 minutes, but then that we just... You know, we just killed it. There was a lot to talk about. I say, you know me, man. I could fucking ramble about Kanye for like three hours if I need to. Uh, you read about. You're on the message board. Yeah, you I'm should on, drop this. You I'm should suggest this board. pod. You should suggest this podcast to them, and then we just Absolutely get down. Not. We would just yeah. get downvoted to a, downvoted to oblivion. Yeah. You just get shit post all over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm a huge. But Alex, you got some new. You, you made some new beats. I heard you drop them. Yeah. Well, apparently oh, no I'm one gonna... heard them. The plays. Are very low. Get on that. Get on that. Yeah. I'll have to to listen to them, though. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) No, uh, yeah, you were talking about... Shoots texted me a couple days ago saying that he feels like I sit on a lot of beats, and I was like, that's true. And I was like, these are realistically never going to be, like, used for anything, so I'll just upload a couple of them. I'm still sitting on a shit ton of beats, don't get me wrong, but, like, these ones I know I will probably never personally use them, so... Yeah, if you're li- if you're if you're any uh, young aspiring rappers, you should um mm-hmm. you know you should check it out. Yeah. And uh you know use them because it's a, it's a gift. Yeah, they're free to use. From the man behind Yeezer. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that name carries weight around this industry, boy. So <laughs> big, big time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think you know, I think that's the podcast, man. Excellent. I Thank think you we can for close having it. Me yeah. Oh yeah. No problem. Time. Any dude, any time, man. You always like you like the you like our music critic. The local music. Expert. Local crit- music expert. Uh, Which is a strong word. It's all good, but you know, hey man, it was a fun time. Fun to do this on a Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the Lord's Day. The Yay's Day. Yay's you know? Day. So uh. All right, I'll sign off here. Go Steelers. Yeah, peace.